Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com on Thursday, Thursday afternoon. Thanks for being with us. Glad to have you along for the ride. Richard Cross, Michael Borky. Uh, no Brian Haydad today. He took the day off. I have no idea what he's doing. In fact, I texted him a little while ago. I was like, hey, you doing anything fun today? No response. I can only believe that there he's is. He's some... texted me today, so we know who he likes better. Yeah, well. Actually, he did respond. He just said, I am not. When I said, are you doing anything fun today? And so, I, you know, I can only assume that there's some international football match or, uh, you know, the, the release of some new video game that just uh, couldn't be missed. And, uh, and therefore, he is indulging fully without the um, distractions that go along with being on the radio for three hours in the afternoon when... I don't know, maybe Chelsea or Chelsea's little brother or Chelsea's cousin is playing soccer, whatever that may happen to be. But we are glad to be with you in the Pearl River Resort studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. You can bet that that is going to be hopping this weekend with the Super Bowl coming up. Speaking of the Super Bowl, Lee Sterling will join us this afternoon. We'll talk about some prop bets that are out there with uh, with Lee from Paramount Sports. That's coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. We are scheduled to visit with Deuce McAllister this afternoon as well. That is coming up 30 minutes from right now. So Deuce will join us. We'll talk about all that has happened this offseason with the New Orleans Saints. Looks like that Dennis Allen is making some changes, as Borky was hopeful he would, on the offensive side. You love to see staff. it. And so uh, we'll see what kind of insight Deuce can provide as we go down that road. There was a lot of thought that Doug Marone was going to be the OC. And that wouldn't have been the worst thing ever, although a bit disappointing. Turns out he's joining the staff, but he's just going to be the offensive line coach. One of the best in football, according to Nick Underhill. And if he says it, go ahead and believe it. Uh, So, wait, hold on. Does that mean that Nick Saban is losing control of his program because he's got... An assistant coach that's leaving for an NFL job. How you know, how dare he? Well, but lateral move. <laughs> Not even a coordinator position. No, but really excited about it. And this is, you know, the OC hire is going. I think I could be wrong. I think it's going to dictate what they do at the quarterback spot, right? Because guys have different visions for how they want to run an offense. And I imagine whoever Dennis Allen hires to be the offensive coordinator, seeing as though he's a defensive guy will kind of give him some autonomy there and will use him to make that decision more so than he will, right? I mean, logic tells you that that's the case. You bring in an OC and he kind of drives the here's who I want to play quarterback for us conversation as opposed to the defensive-minded head coach. 
So when you see these mocks, I had somebody ask me last night, well, what do you think about Corral 18 to the Saints? I said, I don't think anything right now, truthfully, Mm -hmm. because I don't know who the OC is. And until then, that's just somebody putting a name at a place where it makes sense based on position and need for the position. But, I mean, let's just pretend for a second, pie in the sky, that they hire Eric Bieniemy, who's on an expiring contract in Kansas City. Then, yeah, Matt Corral at 18 makes sense. Because he's got, I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes, but he's got a skill set that replicates what they ask Mahomes to do. It's comparable. They do similar things. So that would make sense. The way he plays the position is comparable to the way that Patrick Mahomes plays the position. That's a good way to put it. But let's say they go more traditional pro style, maybe... You know, they don't want Corral. Maybe the new OC's like, you know what? I don't like this quarterback class. So let's go get Jimmy G. And he can come in here and be a veteran presence, and he will play well, and we'll play good defense and make the playoffs. And then we'll look at next year's well, quarterback Jameis class. Well, is an option, right? Jameis is still there as well. And we just don't know. So, But that, I think the hire, and Deuce will probably tell me I'm crazy, but I think the OC hire will dictate their quarterback decision, which is a fascinating one this offseason, because there's a lot of options. There's free agent options. There's Jimmy G out there. I mean, maybe the Raiders are considering moving on from Derek Carr. Uh, you know, maybe you get into the Russell Wilson sweepstakes, or maybe you draft one, or maybe you stick with Jameis. I mean, there's a lot of options here. Yeah. It's really fun as a, a, a mm-hmm. sports fan in general to have an offseason where there's stuff to talk about and think about and care about. It's fun. We got lots of stuff to get to this afternoon. We had basketball last night. Did not go so well here in the state of Mississippi for either Ole Miss in the earlier start or Mississippi State in the late game. Close game in Starkville. You got two teams in the SEC that have absolutely turned it up, right? So we know about Auburn. They've been really good all season long. We know about Kentucky. They've been really good all season long. But in the last month, Arkansas and Tennessee have both flipped a switch. And they're playing really, really well. That was a tough assignment last night for Mississippi State. Uh, and the final score did not go the way of the Bulldogs. We'll get to that coming up in uh, in just a second. We've got some Super Bowl stuff to talk about this afternoon. There is another change on Lane Kiffin's coaching staff, or at least the first half of a change. We don't know who's going to come in. Uh, but a, a departure. We barely knew you, Chris Kiffin. Already, uh, Chris Kiffin who's got plenty of college coaching experience and has made the transition from college to the NFL and then made the transition back to college and by all accounts looked around and was like, um, yeah, this was not a good idea. Don't miss this at all. Probably going to go back to the NFL. Looks like he's headed back to Cleveland. We'll talk more about that with the college football fix coming up later this afternoon. Uh, you also had coaches meeting today at the SEC at the SEC headquarters in uh, in Birmingham, right there at Richard Arrington Boulevard uh, next to the uh, Birmingham BJCC, the Birmingham Jefferson County Civic Center. That's a lot of seats. Whatever. I, I saw somebody I'm say... Oh, next to Top Golf. Yeah, it's a, it was just a, a spectacle on the outside. I saw somebody say, and they're totally right, this situation at Auburn has turned into following Brian Harson around like he's the suspect in somebody's disappearance. <laughs> And as should not be surprising, Brian Harson had nothing to say to any of the media. So here's what so Borky, there's like this evolution of covering the SEC. 
So the first time I ever went to media days was the summer of 1999. I was a rising freshman at Ole Miss. Had finished my senior year and convinced the folks at the Daily Mississippian to let me write a story that they would publish from SEC Media Days. Don Witten, who at the time was the sports editor at the Oxford Eagle, was kind enough to help me through the credentialing process. And so I went. And for the most part, kind of stayed in the radio room. And there were probably about a 100 media members that were there. It was held at the Sheraton in Birmingham. And it was cool. It was, I mean, this was, yeah, so 1999, you're talking about Steve Spurrier still at Florida, and you got Phil Fulmer at Tennessee, and ooh, whoever was at Alabama at the time. And I guess that would have been David Cutcliffe at Ole Miss, and Jackie Sherrill was still at Mississippi State. And, you know, uh, let's see, that was, that was Lou Holtz at South Carolina at that point. Houston Nutt was still at Arkansas at that point. That would have been, but that was the time where Nick Saban was gone. To the, no, 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 he would have been at LSU. Or was that the year before he came to LSU? Hey, whatever, it doesn't matter. Point is, a bunch of old school, older school coaches and a pretty small event that generated news. And if you wanted to know what happened at SEC Media Days, you had to read the paper the next day or watch your local, your local television station news coverage. That's how it worked. And then it grew and grew, and they moved it to the, the Winfrey Hotel, and the mall was attached, and it became a bigger thing. And then somewhere along the way, SEC media started covering spring meetings that happen at the Sandestin Hilton every year um, Memorial Day weekend. And there are a lot of people who are like, well, you know, nobody really covers this. And now they've started a credentialing process for that. It's a whole lot tighter than SEC media days. They have athletics director meetings and football coach meetings and other head coach meetings in Birmingham at the SEC offices all the time. And nobody ever knows about them. They just happen. There's never been any media there. But now all of a sudden, because it leaked out that there was a football coach meeting at SEC Media Days, and, oh, you've got this Brian Harson story percolating. You had, what, a dozen, maybe 20 media members that were camped out with camera phones, at every television entrance. cameras. Say what? They covered every entrance. You couldn't get into the hotel, or whatever you want to call it, without yeah, passing a parking garage. It's right ne- the, the hotel's right next door, so there's a parking garage that is attached to the SEC office. And they had a staff member and security posted at the door that goes into the SEC office off the parking garage. There is a back door that goes in through an alleyway where uh, I think that's where Brian Harson entered and where Lane Kiffin entered. And then you that just second the part cracks, cracks me up. I mean, Lane Kiffin had no reason to dodge anybody, but he still did it. Yeah, gets out of the car, hoodie on, earbuds in, and just kind of strolls in and gives them a little wave. And then you had the coaches who just walked in through the front door and up the stairs at the SEC office. There's never been media there for that before. But we have this insatiable appetite, and so they were there today. We'll be back. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Venable Glass for all your glass needs. Looking pretty good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns. No major problems to speak of. Buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers proudly serving the Metro since 1946. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. This is Don DeButh. The Biloxi Boat Show returns this weekend with the best prices and selection of new 2022 models. Meet dealers from Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana and place your order for a new boat. The Biloxi Boat Show is the only place to see boats, electronics, tackle, and more all in one place. Come find a boat that fits your budget and join us on the water. The Biloxi Boat Show. It's family fun and worth the drive from anywhere. February 11th through the 13th at the Coast Coliseum. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. And now, during the Ultimate Sleep Number event, save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. Super Talk Mississippi. had some drama since the championship games leading into the Super Bowl. With the Brian Flores lawsuit, you've had some coaches that have been hired, and in a lot of cases, it's just guys that are being recycled, right? I mean, Lovey Smith's been a coach before in the NFL, and now he's the head coach of the Houston Texans. And there are a lot of people that look at that, and they're like, yeah, I don't know about that one. Why? why you Dennis Allen right? is a recycle. Dennis Allen has been a head coach before, most recently a defensive coordinator. That one feels like... It makes a little bit more sense because he was inside the organization, and so there is some continuity there. 
For sure. And, I mean, when they had great defenses, they were his. When he left, they did not. But still, he was a head coach, failed at it, and is getting another crack at it. The most fascinating hire of this offseason, though, has been Miami. Miami Dolphins hiring Mike McDaniel, the offensive coordinator from the San Francisco 49ers. McDaniel, who, what, was a, a walk-on? Well, I mean, they don't really do scholarships in the Ivy League. Was a wide receiver at Yale, was headed for a banking and finance job, Wall Street type, realized that that was not fulfilling at all for him after going through an internship, and decided, hey, I want to get into football coaching. Fairly non-traditional route to that. Worked with multiple organizations as a player personnel guy, as an analyst, and you know different roles before ultimately getting into the actual coaching side of things. Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, who is named in a lawsuit by Brian Flores and has been accused of offering to pay $100,000 for every game that the team lost in 2019, and all of that's going to be sorted out. But he is the guy that has hired Mike McDaniel. And Stephen Ross was quoted as saying that some people refer to McDaniel as a genius and that he received calls from coaches in the NFC West who praised his football acumen, his being Mike McDaniel's, but ultimately wanted him out of the division. (laughs) A league source told ESPN that the Rams head coach, Sean McVay, and the Packers head coach, Matt LaFleur, LaFleur who... um, Mike McDaniel had previously worked alongside, had reached out to Stephen Ross to vouch for Mike McDaniel. And then Mike McDaniel today, in his introductory press conference in Miami, was asked if because of the drama surrounding Dolphins owner Stephen Ross, there were any red flags for him in the interview process that might would have caused him not to be interested in this job. Here was his response. I can honestly say there was absolutely no red flags. And the reason why was because I was stepping into an organization with a boss that I, I, I don't think I don't think people give it its proper due. Stephen Ross, there's a lot of people in professional sports, you know, it's that are out to make money. And I mean, I, I can't lie. I, I feel like if I'd spend that much money, I'd want to make a lot of money. But like I said, when I walked in that door, you, you look at every single detail. Within this building, you look at you look at the people that are hired. You look at um, just just all the extents that there is nothing. There's no cost too high for winning for him. And when when you're in multiple organizations, you realize that's not always the case. the The city of Miami really really is lucky to have an owner that right, wrong, or indifferent. All he cares about is winning. And as a coach, that's all you are literally working, looking for. That's all. So red flags? No, there's no red flags for me. So that was Mike McDaniel in his press conference earlier today. I mean, obviously, those are the things you need to say about your owner, who just took a little bit of a, uh, a risk in hiring you, giving your, your first head coaching job. But that's a different perspective, right? I mean, we've got the perspective of Brian Flores and his lawsuit where what he's alleging is incredibly problematic, that Stephen Ross was incentivizing losing within the organization. But you want to take it a step deeper. There's a reason, if that's true, he was incentivizing losing, and it's because ultimately he wanted to win. 
He was trying to get the number one draft pick. He wanted his team to tank and made decisions along the way, personnel decisions and otherwise, that would theoretically help them tank to improve their draft position because there are examples of tanking working in terms of getting a franchise-changing player that makes you relevant and gets you into the conversation. Didn't work out because the Dolphins won when they weren't supposed to in 2019, despite all the efforts to the contrary. But it does give you some insight from Mike McDaniel to go, all the guy cares about is winning. And he's willing to spend the money necessary to do so. And from my position as head coach, that's really all I can ask for. What a fascinating guy he is, Mike Mm -hmm. McDaniel. I mean, in a... This hire has been deeply criticized because, I mean, I'm sure you guys heard it in the clip, he's not a salesman. Every interview or press conference you hear from him, he's not a salesman. He's not buttoned up. In fact, that sounded like the most uncomfortable I've heard him. Usually he's he seems really comfortable in his own skin, is just kind of laid back. I mean, I've compared him to like a you know weed-smoking Hawaii surfer dude, just hanging out, you know? Um that was the most uncomfortable I've heard him, but he is very clearly not your typical buttoned-up football guy. He comes off as kind of a nerd. And his physical stature isn't imposing or anything. He is very atypical for your big-time football coach, and people have been roasting this hire. How do you? How is he going to inspire a football team when he sounds like that and looks like that? And... You know, maybe they're, maybe these people are right. But when you're as smart as he is, and apparently the, the players in San Francisco just adore the guy because he's got the, the intellect and the work ethic that comes with... They don't need a rah-rah guy in an NFL locker room. I think we're too obsessed with that. They're professionals, after all. They're professional football players. If you need... A pump-up speech, get in your face, scream at you to do your job, you're a loser anyway. So why not take a risk on the not-football guy who's got incredible intellect, who designed the Sean McVay offense, he's the architect of it, who the players love and respect because of that as opposed to because he's a hard rear end at practice. You know, He's different, it's unconventional, but when the people are immediately dismissing him because... How can that guy motivate a locker room? Because it's a locker room filled with professionals. You don't need to rah-rah speech them to wins. Or you shouldn't. I'm just kind of thinking through the um, through the head coaches in the NFL. Have you got any rah-rah guys? You think Belichick's, Bill, Bill Belichick's Bill giving a passionate in speech in the not, locker room every not, game? Not no. a rah-rah guy. You know, Robert Sallow with the Jets, maybe. John Harbaugh in Baltimore, not a rah-rah guy. We talked extensively a a month or so ago about John Harbaugh and his conversation with Lamar Jackson on the sideline about whether to go for two or not. Not a big emotional guy. Trust his players. Leans on them. Think Mike Tomlin with Pittsburgh? Rah-rah guy? No, he's a pro. He expects his guys to do their job. Andy Reid? The Kansas City Chiefs? (laughs) I mean... Look at the Hello, most. Now. Look, look at Bruce Arians. Look at what he wears on the sideline. He's got his pack strapped to his chest with a goofy hat on. 
That's Bruce Arians. But, I mean, Borky, think about even the NFC West, right? The more laid-back division in the NFL. Cliff Kingsbury. It's just business, man. Sean McVay. Yeah, is that a football guy to you? Pete Carroll in Seattle. Players coach? He's not a jump up on the, the, the table and throw stuff around. Sean Payton certainly wasn't that in New Orleans. Players respected him. Team respected him. It's more of a college thing than an NFL thing. They like the Cowboys or don't like the Cowboys. It's not Mike McCarthy's deal. Like Now, the, maybe maybe Joe Judge in, in New York, maybe that's what he was. And maybe that's part of the reason that it didn't work. Yeah. Ron Rivera in Washington? Those guys play hard for him. It's not the best organization. It's not the best team. That's a respect the players guy. You nailed it with the Joe Joe Judge and the recently failed in the NFL Urban Meyer tried to coach the guys like they were college kids. Doesn't work. Doesn't work there. So when you know five foot seven Mike McDaniel walks in there with his glasses and in his nerdy tone, the guys don't care. Because I mean, especially now today's NFL. Yes, you got to be physical. Like I mean, watch Aaron Donald play. But it's more about tactics and strategy than it is line up and run the football right at your face. It's a smart game now, more than it's ever been. My whistle in the middle of your um, the points that you were making there, an email just popped up, Borky. The SEC has announced its team distributions for the fiscal year that ended... Uh, what, uh, so 2020, 2021? We'll get to that coming up in a little bit. The number is massive. And this is still, right, pre-television contract. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yep, it's pre-television contract. We'll put that on hold for right now, though. Deuce McAllister will join us next on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today we have sunny skies, high near 69 degrees. Tonight, clear skies, low around 42. Your finally Friday, sunny conditions, a high all the way to 71. Friday evening, clear skies, low around 43. And for your Saturday, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high near 64. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Grass cutting season is almost here, and Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is ready to help you with all your preseason service needs on both Xmark and Skag mowers. 
Hartley has teamed up with Xmark and Skag to offer a 10% discount on all more maintenance services. This includes parts, labor, pickup, and deliveries. That's valid at the end of February. Hartley can also come to you with their on-site mobile service truck. Sounds like a deal. Yes, it is. If you're in the market for a new Xmark or Skag zero-turn mower, they're offering purchasing options of 0% interest and no money down. Hartley Equipment's annual open house will be on Friday, February 25th and Saturday the 26th and will have open house prices on all in-stock Xmark and Skag mowers, outdoor power equipment, and accessories. Call today at 601-499-0944 or come take advantage of their springtime 10% mower maintenance special. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies, ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. Put more room in your budget during the President's Sale at Miss Kelly's. Give your space the upgrade you need and save hundreds of dollars off our already low prices. Plus, when you finance for 60 months, there's no money down required, which means you can walk out without paying, and your payments are low. How about $3,000 in furniture and bedding for only $56 a month? Need it right away? Check out what's in stock and ready for you on MissKelly's.com. Live large on a small budget at Miss Kelly's President's Sale. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. This afternoon, the Mississippi State Department of Health reported 1,661 new cases of COVID-19. It's the third day in a row that the department has reported less than 2,500 cases, and Dr. Paul Byers believes we may be nearing the end of this wave. But when we look overall, it's not just our case numbers that are coming down, and our deaths are slowly coming down when we look at the trends. Um, we're seeing other indicators that tell us that um, we're on the back end of this of this current wave. We're seeing less emergency department visits for, for COVID. We're seeing less demand for testing. We're seeing decreased impact in our nursing homes as far as nursing home outbreaks. And so these are all positive indicators that we're moving in the right direction. That being said, health officials across the state are still urging those who have not yet received the vaccine to do so. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions this is jake mangum some call me the mayor no player wins any game by themselves it takes a team so if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates you need to go with the home team mississippi farm bureau just like i did visit favorites.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky with you today, and happy to be joined by our friend Deuce McAllister on the Farm Bureau phone line. Deuce, there are not many people that I can think of that had a busier football season than you had this year. First year as a color analyst on the SEC Network, so you're working every Saturday, and then you were working every Sunday in the booth as the uh, the radio analyst for the Saints. When it was all over, did you just take a nap? <laughs> I, I got a taste of what it's been like for you in your journey as uh, doing, obviously, the SEC football on the weekend, and then you go to basketball, and then you go to baseball, <laughs> but then you also host throughout the week. You're a busy man, young man, and, and so – I got to taste a little bit of that, but for the most part, outside of that, I've kind of taken a step back, kind of like you said. Good for you. You, you earned a step back. We're going to talk about the Saints. I am curious, though, how you how it felt to get back in the stadium every single week in the SEC, obviously the uh, the football conference that was so good to you and your time at Ole Miss. Did you enjoy it, being in the, in the TV booth on a weekend, week-out basis with Dave Neal? Well, I definitely enjoyed it. I think one of the biggest things that you kind of worry about is what you can't kind of control, and that is, hey, look, uh, am I going to make it to Sunday? I mean, that was probably your biggest uh, concern or your worry when you went through that process. But just the excitement from the fans, the tailgating, to be able to see it, and, you know, you, you, you miss that. You kind of miss that just because you don't get a lot of that in the NFL. And it's 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 not that it's uh, a lot different it's just that you don't get that excitement people aren't as fired up kind of like that in the nfl deuce we are not in the easiest travel time in the history of our country like airline travel is crazier was there ever a weekend where you weren't sure you were going to make it to the saints game on sunday after doing a game in oh i don't know fayetteville or columbia missouri or lexington or somewhere I got very, very familiar with Columbia, Missouri. I got very, very familiar with their <laughs> flight pattern. And so, um, you always knew, I always tried to get the first flight out, if not the night of, you know, as far yeah. as Saturday night, if that allowed. Uh, there were times where I was going to have to consider driving. I think that, uh, I was in Columbia, Missouri and I was going to probably have to drive to Nashville, but it ended up working out. Uh, and, and that was going to be a tight arrival. And so hopefully that is not the case if I'm fortunate enough to be able to do it again this upcoming season as far as college football as well as the NFL. It does kind of prepare you, some of the young men that I did see this uh, past Saturday that are entering into the NFL draft. You do kind of know a little bit about them, and that may not necessarily be the, been, have been the case you know, if you're only doing Sunday football. You may have to reach out to Miss Benson and uh, see if you can get on the Kirk Herbstreet plan. You know, there's a jet waiting for you as soon as you're done, and they just get you right back. 
Well, you got Jordan Rogers and the Kirk Herb Street playing. That's right. So uh, that, that's something that you're going to try to negotiate into your new contract <laughs> if, if that does come come available. If you pull that off, I want your agent when it's uh, when it's all said and done. Let's um, let's talk about this off season because it has been an eventful one. A season that came up just short of the Saints being uh, in the playoffs when it was all said and done. They needed a little bit of help for one win to happen in a different way somewhere else. Don't make the playoffs, and then we get the news that Sean Payton is uh, is stepping down. Were, were you surprised at all, or as you interacted with Sean this year, maybe? Was he any different than he had been in, in years prior that gave you some inkling that, yeah, maybe this was coming? I didn't have any inkling, but you could kind of see the wear and tear on him. And I don't think this was just a pure football-related uh, instance as far as the wear and tear. I think it's everything that you were dealing with in the world. And so, you know, when you talk about the COVID testing, when you talk about just some of the restrictions that you had that were put on, uh, not only by the city, but, you know, really the NFL as well. And then the different, um, not having the normal interaction with people outside of the building, not that he had a lot of time for that anyway. Uh, you know, you, you just didn't get that. And so for him, it just really warmed down. Now, I do believe that he's going to have a nice uh, payday as far as media uh, <laughs> is concerned. He may uh, get that jet. Short, short, short amount of time as far as future is concerned. But, you know, you, you could really just tell that it just truly warmed down. Do you think he's done coaching? Lose you there still? Did we lose you? Yeah, no, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. No, I just, I mean, do you, do you think when it's all said and done, he's done coaching in the NFL? No, I think that he'll get the bug. I think that he will get that bug. He'll get mm-hmm. that excitement just to be around it. I mean, he he's going to play a lot of golf now. He, he, he is going to play a lot of golf in the next couple of months or, you know, weeks. But uh, I think at some point he will get that bug again to want to coach. All right. Well, we'll see where uh, that goes. It's fascinating to me the hiring process in the NFL is so different than in college. So in college, you're you're scrambling tail numbers on jets, and you're trying to do everything in secret so that you can make this splash. In the NFL, it's all out there. Everybody knows who you're interviewing. They know how long the interview lasts. They they know, uh, you know, who's next in that process. So when you look at the way the process worked out, and you see ultimately that Dennis Allen is named head coach, what, what's your take on on the Saints and the new direction for the franchise? Not surprised by. It. I mean, I, I, there were a couple guys. You talk about Eric Ben, you talk about Aaron Glenn, that I, and even Brian Flores, and we know the lawsuit that he ended up filing. Yeah. I, I think of that three, Aaron Glenn and probably the enemy legitimately had a shot at that head coaching job. I mean, but it was going to take them blowing the roof off as far as convincing Mickey that this is the direction that they needed to go. Just because Dennis had been here, he's been here twelve of sixteen years with Sean Payton. That's tough. I mean, and so he, 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 he's the favorite, but I knew that Mickey was going to at least give somebody outside of the building, not to discount any of the guys that interviewed as far as that were. Coach Rizzi, I think, is a really, really good coach, but I think from outside of the building that you know, particularly Aaron Glenn, he knew how that operation ran because he was a part of it. He was a player that I played with. You know, AG was a coach that you know he 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 played for uh, Coach Parcells. He 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 played for Coach Payton. He he left 
the Saints organization and was a defensive coordinator for the uh, Detroit Lions himself. He, so he had experience, but him being in that building as a former player, as a former coach, I think that that definitely helped him. And, you know, I won't be surprised at the next hiring cycle if he doesn't get a head, head coaching job. And I think that he'll definitely deserve it. But Dennis Allen, I mean, I think that, you know, just how they operated, what he knew, how he wanted to kind of envision his team. I mean, he was the, the hands-on favorite, no doubt. In in terms of putting his stamp on the franchise, how's this going to look? He's already made some changes on the offensive side. We don't know exactly what that's going to look like. Is the new offensive coordinator going to have complete autonomy? Is he going to sit back and say, look, I'm a defensive guy, you do the offense, or is he going to be involved with kind of all of the aspects of, of running the operation? No, I think he'll be involved with it, you know, and probably the, the biggest surprise was, uh, Coach Pete Carmichael not taking over as far as OC, even though he had the title. Um, that was surprising. I mean, because Pete, Pete's been there all of Sean's tenure. So he knew that offense in and out. Pete has called plays before. I mean, he called them when Sean was suspended back in 11, and then even going forward, there were times where Pete were calling plays. So I'm really surprised that he didn't take over, uh, you know, as far as, say, look, this is my my unit. I want to do this. Uh, he decided to – he's going to take another role. It, it, it'll, it'll be quarterback coach. He he, he will be the, 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 the QB coach, and, you know, he may have uh, assistant head coach title, but they're going to bring in an OC that really, uh, when you talk – Talk to DA and what he wants and how he wants to coach. It'll it'll, it'll go back to physical football. They will run the football. Mm. Not to say that they won't have a quarterback that'll throw it around. I think it'll be play action, but they will run the football. And so look for a guy that can be creative, but at the same time, you're gonna I, I, the Saints will get to where they they rush the football 25 to 30 times a game. Now you know we'll, we'll see if that's productive, but that that's the mentality that they will have. You mentioned it a second ago, the Brian Flores lawsuit. What's your take on on that process? Is it is it sour grapes? Is it he genuinely felt called to try and help affect change in the NFL? What, what do you make of it? A flawed process. I mean, because <laughs> in, in 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 business. In the sporting business, in that world, just like we talked about, a lot of times maybe the alumni have a little more influence than they probably should in the hiring of a coach, the firing of a coach. Uh, look at Auburn, you know, right now. Um, it's something similar in the NFL, but it's really the head coach. I mean, it, 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 it's really the owner. It's really the owner that a few – a few will give that general manager complete control, and he's not really worried about anything but the bottom line. But the majority of them, they want to know everything that's going on. And so when you look at the NFL, um, nepotism, well, I mean, let's be honest, it's, 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 it's there. It's, it's, it's wide open. And when you go and you look at from a head coaching to assistant coaching and, you know, this guy was hired here, this guy, that's his brother, that's his cousin, they were on the same staff. It's like, man, that's tough. So um, Flores probably said a lot that a lot of people were afraid to say. And, you know, with him filing a lawsuit but still being – up for three jobs, four jobs, that was probably kind of surprising because I don't know if any team truly was going to give him that opportunity that he probably would have gotten if he doesn't uh, file that lawsuit. 
Um, what happens going forward, that'll be something that the NFL and, uh, you know, because Roger Goodell, he works for the owners. So that'll be something that those owners and uh, Roger Goodell, they've got to figure out, hey, look, maybe this process isn't the direction that we go in, but we've got to figure something out to at least give more opportunity. Fascinating insight. Thank you, as always, for your time, Deuce. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. Heavy delays this afternoon on Old Fannin Road between Spillway and Farmington Station Boulevard. Elsewhere, things looking pretty smooth so far. No other major problems outside of your normal construction. Buckle up, drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Outlander at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get high style without the high price. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today, starting at $26,095. Get up to $3,500 over book value for the trip. During the spring sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. MSRP based on Outlander ES2WD. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply to retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 331 Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.com. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here. Super Talk Mississippi. 
Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. Porky, do you know that if college baseball's opening day was one week earlier than it actually is, Nostradamus here would have nailed it. Calling myself Nostradamus. Because if tomorrow was the opening day of the college baseball season, do you know what it would be? Quite literally 70 and sunny. Quite literally 70 and sunny. Now... Instead. The fact that the high on Saturday is only 44 with the sun out, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Not going to talk about that. Uh, we're looking at mid 50s with chance of rain a week from uh, week from Friday for opening day. But hey, forecasts can change, and it's well, pretty clear that it's going to be 70 and sunny by the time we get to uh, eight days from now. Well, with the three o'clock first pitch in Starkville, four o'clock first pitch in Oxford, it, it, it's not ideal, but. A high of 50 with the sun out is manageable as long as the wind's not blowing. And the same thing on Saturday, highs in the mid-50s, as long as the wind's not blowing, you have a jacket and pants on and you can sit at the game comfortably, which is really all you're looking for. Yeah, Swayze Field is the coldest place in Lafayette County. It's a period. It's a snow globe. Sits down in a hole. Coldest place in Lafayette County. And if you don't believe it, I, I, I tell you who yet you, you you find somebody that is in their early sixties that went to university high school when where the Ole Miss baseball stadium sits now used to be the high school football field that was University High's field, and they will tell you that that is the coldest place in Lafayette County, and it always has been. And when they decided to build a baseball stadium there, those people that played football. On that field in the 50s and 60s, we'll look at it, and uh, I don't know, maybe it was even into the early 70s. They will look at it and go, bad idea to build a baseball stadium. That's the coldest place in Lafayette County. It's a great setting for college baseball, and it's really nice in April and May. Might be a little chilly right out of the gate, though. Uh, We'll tell you that on the baseball front, tomorrow Chris Burke will join us. He is a college baseball analyst with ESPN and the SEC Network. Also going to have a conversation tomorrow with Mike Bianco. So we'll talk with the Rebel Skipper as we uh, will be one week away from the start of the college baseball season. If you want to join the conversation, hit us up on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Time to unlimit your data. $45 unlimited only from prepaid by C Spire. Get unlimited on C Spire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay. No credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at cspire.com slash prepaid. Also got some new stuff coming from C Spire 
that uh, we will be telling you about in the coming days that is uh, fantastic. If you are um, either if you're a ceasefire customer or if you are considering becoming a ceasefire customer, so we'll tell you about that uh, sometime next week. I will tell you. Uh, so I've been talking about me getting fiber for a long time, right? Yeah. I mean, I updated every step of the way that my neighborhood was picked to be a fiber hood, and then they started mapping out where they're laying the cables, then they laid the cables, and I could get it. One of their competitors is currently doing the same in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And what they are doing to everybody's yards in the neighborhood should be criminal. Like, they should have to pay fines. I'm not kidding. So C Spire came in. They laid their cables. The hole that they had to dig in my yard was probably two foot by four foot. And I got one of the bigger boxes. It just I was the lucky one, and I've got one of the bigger boxes on the street. Most people's was even smaller. They were in and out in basically a day. Just dug the hole, did the cable burying, filled up the hole, gone, like they were never like there. Like they were never even there. Their competitor, and I'm not, I don't feel like calling out a company, but the stuff they are, they're, they're doing the exact same thing. They're adding fiber to our neighborhood, their version of it. The holes they have dug in our yards, and there's two streets over from mine where they're done, and what they left behind when the grass isn't growing or anything, it's, it's criminal. Like They should pay the homeowners there a sum of money because what they did to their yards is insane. I mean, you've got tire tracks. You get They left stuff behind. It, it's a disaster, and I thought, you know, I know C Spire sponsors the show that I'm on every day, and I appreciate them very much. If they did not, I would still have the exact feelings I'm using them and not these clowns because they're about to come up my street, and I know I'm going to be grumpy old man pissed off because there's going to be a massive hole in my yard that they're, they're going to hastily fill up and leave mud everywhere and tracks everywhere and destroy my front yard to bury a cable that I'm not going to use. Kill! I I I'm, I know Story I'm going to be time mad with Michael Borky. <laughs> I am prepared to be mad about the way they're going to leave my yard because two streets over they are technically done and buddy they should not be done. And so I know I'm going to go old man on this. On a uh, on a happier note, on a lovelier note, perhaps Valentine's Day is almost here in the middays with Gerard Gibbert. Will our middays with Gerard Gibbert will be at Carter Jewelers in downtown Jackson, where they will have great deals on jewelry for your special someone. Valentine's Day coming up on Monday, so Monday, February fourteenth, middays with Gerard from Carter Jewelers in downtown Jackson. We're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we will uh, perhaps uh, explore this Auburn situation a little farther and with uh, with someone who is a little smarter than we are. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your street professionals at the Lonely Street Denison. President Biden was in Culpeper, Virginia today discussing his administration's efforts to lower health care costs. We passed the American Rescue Plan, which made quality coverage through the Affordable Care Act more affordable than ever before. With families saving on average, who signed up, family on average, $2,400 a year in their annual premiums. 
The president says passage of his Build Back Better legislation would help lower drug prices for cancer medications and insulin. A large trucker protest in Canada over COVID vaccine mandates is forcing some U.S. automakers to halt or lower production. The Ambassador Bridge between Detroit and Windsor virtually shut down to traffic and hundreds of millions of dollars in daily commerce by a trucker blockade, leading to shortened shifts and shutdowns for Detroit's big three automakers. Fox's Jeff Manasso, America's listening to Fox News. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm J.T. Mitchell. After the Mississippi Supreme Court ruled that the state's former initiative process was outdated, the Mississippi House voted 91-26 to earlier this week to adopt a new process. The resolution will allow people to collect signatures on petitions to put proposed state laws on the ballot. However, there is a limit on how many initiatives can go on the ballot. California always has all these initiatives. It yeah. seems like they've got 30 initiatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we limited it to five five initiatives on one ballot. Uh, so you're not going to have all of these initiatives like, like California because we want to give people the right uh, to have a voice and to have an initiative process, but we don't want to completely uh, just load up the ballot with a whole bunch of stuff. Bain also added that the same amount of signatures as before, which was a minimum of 106,190, will be needed before the presentation for approval. Senate Minority Leader Robert Johnson tried to make multiple changes, and all were shot down. How old is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation? Next year, we'll be celebrating our 100th anniversary. Since 1922, our purpose has been to provide a unified voice for Mississippi farmers in the legislative arena and serve as a leader in the state's agricultural community. After a century, we remain as committed as we were day one. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. That's right. Now you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second-chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And this time last year, Sarah Thomas of Pascagoula became the first woman to ever officiate the Super Bowl. This is what she said when asked if she was nervous beforehand. I'm telling you, I go back to that whole thing of it's just, in the NFL, we prepare for it every Sunday like it's the Super Bowl. And 
if, if one team loses, it could determine playoff um, factors. I mean, there's we just have that mentality. It's the NFL. No matter what their record is, it's the NFL, and we work it every Sunday, just like the Super Bowl. Thomas has helped pave the way for other women to become NFL referees, with Maya Chaka becoming the first black female to officiate an NFL game this past season. And Mississippi is investing nearly $25 million in site development projects throughout the state. The funds have been made available through the Mississippi Development Authority, the Appalachian Regional Commission, as well as the Restore Act. A full list of the sites that will receive funding can be found at supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell. A lot has changed in Mississippi in the last 100 years, but since its founding in 1922, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has always been the voice of agriculture in the state, and that holds true today. The next time you sit down for a meal, throw on some jeans, or cheer on your favorite team, remember who grows the food, clothes, even the turf that makes it all possible. Celebrating 100 years of Faith, Family, and Farm Bureau in 2022. Become a member today by signing up at MSFB. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back in play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. With you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com, coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Visit them online at uh, pearlriverresort.com. We are, but we got to work out the uh, logistics. We got to get headphones. There we go. We'll make it. Uh, we'll make it work. Hey, if you want to be a part of the conversation, join us on the Ceasefire text line. That number is 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. Told you, tons going on in and around Ceasefire. But uh, if you are a business owner, you need to check this out. Let Ceasefire handle the managed IT services so you can focus on your business. Learn more at ceasefirebusiness.com. Lee Sterling will join us in about 15 minutes. We'll talk with him about all that is going on with uh, the Super Bowl prop bets and everything else. But right now, uh, Super Talk Mississippi Media's uh, General Counsel and Chief Operating Officer joins us right now, Ashley Fortenberry. Uh, I asked Ashley if she would come in and talk to us and try and help us make a little bit of sense of what we talked about yesterday as it pertains to Brian Harson and Auburn and implementing a new employment policy and all of those things. And she tried to convince me that we should, we should not do this because she's a lawyer by trade. <laughs> and I just kept on twisting, and she's like, okay, fine, we'll talk. Hey, Ashley, what's up? Hey there. I'm so happy to be here, even after uh, all of your arm twisting. Yeah. Well, Deuce McAllister joined us a little while ago. We talked some Saints with him, so you're late for that party. 
Well, you know I'm a big Saints fan, so I hate I hate I miss Deuce, but I was studying up some more on this uh, Brian Harson issue, which is, of course, the sports topic of the last week. So um. yeah, and and fascinating stuff. So yesterday, Auburn adds to its employment policy, employment manual that university employees for everybody through its university system must cooperate with any internal or external investigations that are started by the university and failure to do so could lead to punishment up to and including termination. And it feels very directed at Brian Harson because of all that's going on. Just kind of surface level first, when you see this, what's your reaction? I think people's first thought is that because of what's going on with Brian Harson, that this policy was directed squarely at him. I think what we have to think about is the broader picture of the investigation and um, the fact that this policy may have been instituted in order to capture some employees who may not be under any type of contract or any contractual obligations that put them in a position where they're required contractually to cooperate and participate in the investigation. Um, I think you could have had a situation, and again, this is, I want to put a disclaimer out here that a lot of this is just conjecture and there's a lot of rumors being spread around right now. So exactly what's happening, no one knows. But I think what you could have had is in the process of this investigation that's ongoing, you may have had some lower-level employees who were not subject to any kind of contractual obligations because I think it's possible to make the argument that Harson's contract contains already some obligations of participation. Um, but what legal could have realized is, okay, hey, we've got other folks. We've got people who could have been in the training room and witnessed abusive verbal behavior. We've got some people um, who are employees of the university but don't have any of those type of obligations existing contractually. And so I think our, our, our quick, easy way to say, oh, this is pointed at Brian Harson, this is wrong. But I, I think the reality is this is probably trying to cast a wider web. Um, that's kind of my initial takeaway in thinking through this a little bit more. Um, you know, there's certainly, um, you know, there there is, and it's perfectly acceptable for a company to uh, decide to issue a policy and expect employees to follow it. Um, a good example of that recently has been during COVID. Um, we obviously know people started employment um, well before COVID, and then COVID came, and companies had to establish COVID policies and principles, and employees were expected to comply with those. And if they didn't comply with those, they could be subject to um, you know, discipline and things like that. So just the fact that they issued a new policy, I don't think that, of course, is nothing out of the ordinary. I think just the way that the circumstances happen, um, again, this is just my thoughts on it. It could very well be aimed at Harson, but I think we have to think a little bit broader than that and that it could likely be aimed at some employees that they may want to talk to as part of this investigation that may not have any contractual obligations to cooperate. If when all of the dust settles... Brian Harson is fired by the university for cause. And let's say that the for cause is failure to cooperate with a university investigation. Does he then have, and, and I know you can sue anybody for anything, and we know that ultimately there's going to be litigation that, that's tied to the, if he's terminated, there, there will be litigation, assuming they don't work out a deal in advance. Would 
his representation have a good case to point to this and say, you enacted a new policy on February 8th after you admitted that you were investigating all that was going on in the football program and the entire public knew you were trying to find a way to fire him? I mean, I think that, you know, I mean, the the bottom line is I think we all know that this is probably headed towards some form of legal action at this point. Um, And I think they will throw everything that they can to point out that this was a hit job and that that he, you know, of course, now he's claiming that – that he's done nothing wrong and you know so i definitely think that they could point to this policy i do think that um that if the university feels like there's enough language outside of this new policy in their contract that allows them to say that he should have cooperated in this investigation under other obligations then they'll certainly point to that but i I definitely think you know it certainly got people's attention and you know the old saying it kind of smells bad but again i think this could be the situation where they're really they they are going after additional folks who are not necessarily under any kind of obligation um, contractually. So, um, so you you and I were talking earlier today, and you said th- this may be a situation where it's untenable to go forward for Brian Harson. He can say, "Look, my my legs have been cut out from underneath me. You know, there's there's nothing I can do. I can't continue to lead the program," and. I kind of gave you a hard time when you said it would make the most sense for them to settle. And my thought was, but if he hasn't done anything wrong, why should he settle? Why shouldn't they just have to pay him $18,300,000 to walk away? Well, And you actually made some pretty good points as to why that might make more sense to not do that. Well, I, I think at this point you would have to evaluate where we are. Um, I think... My point in potentially reaching a settlement agreement and some kind of settlement is is you have to think about not just the financial ramifications that you can actually quantify as far as saying, okay, I'm owed $18 million. But what you have to think about is how much is the value of my reputation decreasing based on all the allegations that are being thrown around because I'm in an untenable situation. And, um, and it and, doesn't matter, frankly, if the allegations are true or not because they're out there. We're talking a little bit different. Obviously, he can try to vindicate himself and say and and ultimately prove that none of this was true. But we all know with social media and everything else, people hear certain things and rumors are flying. And so I do think there's a value um, or could have been a value. Now, of course, we're kind of way down the road at this point. I think this would have been better. Um, when this first started swirling is for both parties to kind of sit down and say, okay, can we reach an amicable solution where we don't drag both parties through the mud? Because ultimately we know, you know, the potential is Auburn through this incident, it's going to be harder potentially to hire a coach because of all the, the all the circumstances surrounding Brian Harson and all the things that have come out during this process. And then we also know that there's people that would steer away from hiring Brian Harson in the future because they see and they whether they're true or not, they have in their mind all the allegations that were swirling um, around Brian Harson. And so I do think there could be a value at some point, but I, you know it could be that Brian Harson feels so wrong that he's just going to ride it out and say, I want my money, fire me, do what you have to do, and we'll fight it in court. I mean, Hmm. we know, I think, what was it, Jeremy Pruitt got fired from Tennessee. And, I mean, we haven't seen a lawsuit filed yet, but there's been a lot of talk about a lawsuit coming. These things are inherently messy when you get into firing firing for calls. And so I, I do think that, particularly early on, there could have been a value to both sides 
in trying to reach an agreement and sort of avoid all that we've seen take place over the last couple of days. And, and generally speaking, if you if you go into the lawsuit and proceed all the way to a trial, there's going to be the airing of dirty laundry, and that tends to not work out so well. I mean, is that that's, maybe that's ultimately the reason that that either side would want to come to a settlement? Well, and that's something you and I talked about, and I think you know it's it's not only you get into discovery and you're talking about you know potentially hundreds of thousands of documents depending on all the various claims. Um, the cost of litigation, the disruption of, you know, particularly for a university like Auburn of that size when you're talking to that many individuals and, and you could get into a scale that's pretty large there. And so just just the, the cost of all of that that's involved, you know, and emails. And, you know, I can tell you, based on my time in private practice, you would be shocked at what people put in emails. Um, and so that you just know, even though you teach people and go over again and again, please, you know, make sure every email is something you wouldn't mind the whole world seeing. Uh, the fact of the matter is it, there can be a lot of things in writing that you don't want to come out. So, um, great stuff. Yeah. yeah. Really good stuff. Can we officially call you our Sports Talk Mississippi legal correspondent moving forward? I think that's fine, but I'd also like to be the Saints correspondent or, you know, some other things at times because, <laughs> we'll as you know, I love uh, talking about the Saints or some sports things as well. So We'll do that, too. Ashley, thanks for your time. Thanks so much, Richard. Ashley Fortenberry talking uh, about this Brian Harson situation. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North End and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. Heavy delays this afternoon on Old Fannin Road between Spillway and Farmington Station Boulevard. Elsewhere, things looking pretty smooth so far. No other major problems outside of your normal construction. Buckle up, drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. Anytime you play sports, accidents can happen. And your next play should be Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care. Our subspecialized surgeons and staff are ready to take care of your injury and get you back to peak performance. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 in Jackson, 8 to 7 in Flowood in Madison, and Saturday, 8 to 2 in Madison. Any injury, any sport, Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care gets you back in the game. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. So, I just picked out the perfect ring. And that night, my girlfriend started seeing ads for wedding dresses. I haven't even popped the question yet. Why is she seeing ads for things based on what I'm looking at online? I downloaded the DuckDuckGo app, and I stopped getting creepy ads right away. DuckDuckGo is the easy button for privacy. With one simple download, you can search, browse, and email privately. Take back your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. 
When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JennyKingCleans.com. That's JennyKingCleans.com now. Jenny King, the king of clean. Together, arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk, Mississippi. It's time to get real, real sports talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports Talk, Mississippi continues on Super Talk, Mississippi. guy long time no see and also joining us on the farm bureau guest line lee sterling from paramount sports thanks to uh, ashley fortenberry our general counsel at super talk mississippi media maybe shedding some light on the uh, situation at auburn and uh new employment policies and board of trustees and brian harson and all of that so uh, good information there see we get some good information from our buddy lee sterling at paramount sports and ParamountSports.com. it's been a while buddy how are you Uh-oh, Borky, he's not now? hearing us. We got it? I can hear you. There we go. Perfect. Let's do it. What's up, Lee? Okay. No, everything's good. Um, a lot of things have changed, you know, since we last spoke. I mean, uh, here in Miami, uh, everyone's excited about Mario Cristobal putting together a good staff. One point, I think we were sitting at 63rd or 68th in recruiting and finished somewhere between 15 and 20, so... Uh, at least there's some hope. That's, that's all everyone wants is be a hope, right? That's right. Home base for Lee Sterling is in uh, in South Florida. He's one of those mega boosters at the University of Miami that gives them millions and millions of dollars every year. And so <laughs> right. uh, he, he's interested in the success. But this weekend, our focus is on right. the Super Bowl. I, I read somewhere that we know the television audience is about a hundred million. I, I read somewhere this week that the expectation is that more than thirty million Americans will place a wager of some sort on the Super Bowl. It's crazy. So you, you broke up again. Um, thirty what? Thirty million what? Thirty million Americans will place a bet of some sort on the yeah. Super Bowl. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And and they think about thirty six percent Americans will bet on the game. So um, it's it's you know I think a couple of years ago it was like seventeen percent. So you know thirty states are legal now, and but just look at New York. New York uh, in a matter of two weeks is dwarfing the numbers that New Jersey and the state of Nevada will do. So uh, I think it's I think it's it's great. Way things are evolving. 
Yeah, so it's pretty incredible. I mean, the, there's the game itself. If you want to bet on the game, you got the Rams as a three and a half point favorite. The, the total. So let's start there. Is that where yeah. you are most interested, or are you like so many other people that really kind of enjoy the prop bet side of things on the Super Bowl? And it's kind of like a, an atypical game. So I've got uh, a selection on the Super Bowl. There's probably eight or ten prop plays that I like. I have a fun prop play. Let's start with my fun prop play, and it's the national anthem. My daughter, as you know, has broke this down and won seven years in a row. She feels pretty confident this year also. Are you familiar with Mickey Guyton, the true Western singer? Uh, Not terribly. Uh, I'm not either. I did watch her stuff. She sang it twice, the national anthem, and she sang it with a track. In a minute and 24 and a minute and 27 seconds. That's why my daughter who studied it feels that the over-under of 135 is really low. In fact, the last nine years, seven of the last nine years, it's gone over two minutes. The other two times, it went over a minute and 35 seconds with ease. So she feels that she has an amazing voice. She has incredible voice control. And then the two times she sang it, she had to cut off uh, some words just to stay along with the uh, fast track. She was inspired by watching Leanne Rimes sing national anthem when she was young going to a Texas Rangers game. So this is only the second time uh, that a woman has sang the national anthem with a, from a country music background, and the first was Carrie Underwood. She thinks she's going way over a minute and 35 seconds. That's her strongest fun prop. All right, so minute now, 35, and, and you've gone down this road with us before. I mean, you, you kind of gave us the breakdown right. because most people go, National Anthem, who's singing? Ah, oh, we'll go the over. Or, oh, they're going to go fast this year. But but there's a little bit of science behind this with you. You've studied it, and you think over yep. 135 is the right play right. on the National Anthem. You want to bet it early because it's going to probably close minute 40, minute 42. Okay. Bet now. All right. Some, some player props we like. Joe Burrow over ten and a half rushing yards. Last game he had a third and eight and third and nine. He got him. Now remember, sacks don't count. If we can get sacked five times for fifty yards, don't count those yards at all. All he needs is one rush for eleven yards. We get over the total there. He could be running for his life with that defensive line for the Rams. Uh, also, first play I believe will be a run. The Rams in their first series. Of the last game through it, three straight times and had to punt. So, so they're going to run the ball. And I think Cincinnati don't want to have Joe Burrow throw the ball 45, 50 times. So we'll go the first offensive play, minus 140 will be a run. Ray Hendrickson, over a half a sack. He's pretty much their, by far their best, best rusher. He had 14 sacks in the regular season, two and a half in postseason, including a strip sack. Uh, playing against a quarterback that's not real mobile in Stafford. We like the over half a sack. And then probably the best uh, play, longest field goal, 47 yards. Both these kickers can make up to 60 yards. They're playing, you know, pretty much indoors. Uh, should be great, a great environment to kick. And then McPherson had missed a field goal. So 47 yards, I think we'll see a 52 to 55 yarder minimum in this game. 
All right, so over a 47-yard field goal. You like Hendrickson over half a sack. You like Joe Burrow over 10 yards rushing, and you like the over on the national anthem. So we've got some good overplays yep. on prop bets, some fun ones, and then some player-related ones as yep. well. What about the game itself? When you break down this matchup, the Rams so good. Uh, obviously, it starts. The conversation starts with Aaron Donald on the defensive line. The Bengals have had kind of it, and I know it is hard to quantify when you're handicapping a game, but there's been something really special about Joe Burrow and his ability to rise to the occasion. You got the Bengals getting points. It's been a long time since they've been in the Super Bowl. We know it's a huge deal. I know it's a tough ticket. I don't know if any of that matters. Tell me what you think about the game. So Joe Burrow has an advantage at quarterback. McPherson has an advantage at kicker. In pretty much every other position, I'd favor the Rams here. You have the Rams with the best defensive line in the NFL. All three games played in the playoffs did not allow 100 yards rushing. You have them facing a offensive line for the Cincinnati Bengals, second worst in the NFL. That's a huge advantage here. Uh, I I just think the Rams are going to surprise people and run the football and be fairly effective. I don't think the Bengals front seven is anything special. And then you also have the fact you can, you know, you got uh, Ramsey, you can lock up here against Jamar Chase, and that would limit Cincinnati offense. So uh, if Rams are playing with the lead, which they did in the first two games, I think they're much more effective. But, uh, they even proved that they were able to come back. They had three straight possessions from the middle of the second quarter to the start of the uh, middle of the third quarter where they had a, it was an interception, missed field goal, and then a fourth and one they didn't convert. So I just think that, you know, this is a team that has been there before and the coaching staff by playing also in the game just a few years ago, that's an advantage. Um, they were just too tight as a coaching staff and they'll, they'll understand what it takes to get the job done. So I like the Rams, uh, six straight underdogs. Last six games hasn't helped me. I had a great run from the first uh, college bowl game through the wild card round. We were a 22 and 10 run, but I'm on a one and five run. I've had every bad beat, like the Buffalo Bills game, every imagined uh, bad beat. But we have won three Super Bowls in a row, and hopefully we can uh, make that run turn into four in a row. I haven't seen a prop bet on yards for Cooper Cup. Is that something worth looking at because he's been so good and such a big part of the Rams' offense over the last few weeks? Who are you talking about? Who, who, Cooper who Cup. Oh, Cooper Cup is unguardable. I mean, that plays into it also. I think the Rams are going to run the ball, and then once they start running the ball, it'll be more effective. I like the over 103 total receiving yards. He's going to be matched up. Most of the time against Eli Apple. Eli Apple is not a good uh, slot cover corner. So he's going to torch uh, Apple. He's going to be the butt, I think, of a lot of jokes after the Super Bowl. And OBJ, who I went back six games, uh, I mean, he was just starting. It took him like three or four weeks to really understand the offense. When he came there, he was cutting off routes, running some wrong routes. Um, now he's on the same page with, with Matthew Stafford and – now, these are probably right now. These are receivers that are playing in the top ten uh, uh, of any receivers right now in the NFL. I think they're going to have a big advantage over the Cincinnati secondary, which is pedestrian at best. 
Yeah. Always fun to visit Lee Sterling Paramount Sports. You can check him out online at ParamountSports.com. Obviously, we're into basketball season. They specialize in UFC. they got hockey stuff that's up there as well. Be sure to check it out. Lee Sterling ParamountSports.com. Enjoy the Super Bowl, my friend. We'll talk to you down the line. You too. Lee Sterling joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We will be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, we have sunny skies, high near 69 degrees. Tonight, clear skies, low around 42. Your finally Friday, sunny conditions, a high all the way to 71. Friday evening, clear skies, low around 43. And for your Saturday, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high near 64. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Carter Jewelers is giving away roses and kisses with every jewelry purchase. And when you draw your Hershey's Kiss, you receive extra discounts up to 30% pending on the color of your kiss. These additional kiss discounts apply to all the jewelry in our stores, including jewelry with second and third markdowns, all engagement rings, loose diamonds, and hundreds of pieces of fine jewelry marked down under $100 and under $200. These kiss discounts also come with a half dozen roses from our friends at Greenbrook Flowers during this massive clearance sale, which add up to incredible savings store-wide. We have 18 months interest-free financing, layaway, and no credit check financing. Thank you to our friends who have voted us Best of Jackson for the last three years with the Jackson Free Press. So kiss discounts up to 30% off free roses as Carter Jewelers at the corner of State and High Street, downtown Jackson, and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Trust Care Kids in Madison now offers the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., just walk in or schedule an appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Our expert team of pediatric specialists will have you in and out in a jiffy. It couldn't be any easier. Trust Care has led the way in COVID testing and vaccinations. Let us be the provider you trust to keep your entire family safe. That's TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care Health. Feel better faster. Super Talk Mississippi News. I'm J.T. Mitchell. After the Mississippi Supreme Court ruled that the state's former initiative process was outdated, the Mississippi House voted 91-26 to earlier this week to adopt a new process. 
The resolution will allow people to collect signatures on petitions to put proposed state laws on the ballot. However, there is a limit on how many initiatives can go on the ballot. California always has all these initiatives. It yeah. seems like they've got 30 initiatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we limited it to five five initiatives on one ballot. Uh, so you're not going to have all of these initiatives like, like California because we want to give people the right uh, to have a voice and to have an initiative process, but we don't want to completely uh, just load up the ballot with a whole bunch of stuff. Bain also added that the same amount of signatures as before, which was a minimum of 106,190, will be needed before the presentation for approval. Senate Minority Leader Robert Johnson tried to make multiple changes, and all were shot down. The 2022 Mississippi Vaping Summit will be held virtually on February the 24th from 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Health professionals will discuss e-cigarettes, the latest trends, the myths, vaping in schools, perspectives from parents and youth, and a legislative roundtable. The event is free and continuing education credits are available. Hosted by Enrich Mississippi and funded by the Mississippi State Department of Health Office of Tobacco Control. For more information, visit EnrichMS.org slash summit. EnrichMS.org slash summit. That's EnrichMS.org slash summit. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. What decisions are being made by state lawmakers, and how will they affect you, your family, and community? If you listen, if you listen, you'll know. Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fl. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at one, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super talk, Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi on this Thursday afternoon. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad is out today. We are, as always, glad to be with you. So, Ashley Fortenberry, who is uh, our general counsel and COO at Super Talk Mississippi Media, kind of shed some legal thoughts on the Brian Harson situation and kind of came away with the overwhelming thought that ultimately the reason that Auburn updated its employment manual with the requirement to cooperate with university investigations may have had more to do with people not named Brian Harson, whether it's assistant coaches or training staff or others who may not be under a contract that is as specific and detailed as Brian Harson's is. She was saying, and I think that was based on some research into Brian 
Parsons' current contract situation that appears as if there's already language in there that kind of kind of forces him to cooperate with the university. So, certainly is an interesting take that we didn't initially think of, Borky, when we were talking about this yesterday. For sure. Well, you know, pat myself on the back. One of the few things that I have gotten right, I did say I'm mind-blown that something like that wasn't already in his contract uh, yesterday. So, hey, I got something right. It's a rare occasion. There you go. I, I'm like uh you know, I'm like a really good defensive catcher. You know, I'm in the rotation, right? I'm in the show lineup. I'm here every day. But I don't hit the ball very well. But I do enough things, you know, the gritty stuff, the dirty work, that I, I stay in the lineup, you know? That's uh, that's me with my takes, I guess. Yeah. The crazy thing is, though, I mean, we talked about it earlier, but I, I don't feel bad for multi-million dollar football coaches. You know, Brian Harson's got it pretty good, regardless of what happens. I do think it's incredibly lame, and I would use a different word if I was allowed to, according to the FCC, that Brian Harson went to the SEC coaches meeting representing Auburn, and presumably, maybe he didn't say a word, but if he did speak, he spoke on behalf of Auburn, while Auburn is actively trying to destroy his character in order to avoid paying his buyout when they fire him. It's incredibly lame. I don't feel bad for the guy because he's going to get a bunch of money and he can go back to Mexico. And his life will be good. And somebody will hire him because he's a good coach. And, you know, maybe he's not the best guy. There's been some stuff leaking out about his stop at Arkansas State where he butted heads with administration there. And his stop at Boise State where he butted heads with some people there. And he, he did run off Derek Mason. Yeah, he did run off some coaches and some players. And some former players at Auburn don't particularly like him. So maybe he's not the easiest guy to play for or coach for. And he, who knows? He might not be the best dude in the world. But I still find it incredibly lame that they were able to send him there, by the way, in a government vehicle with like one of those uh, cars that the governor drives around in. That's what he took to Birmingham today. Representing Auburn while Auburn is trying to destroy his character publicly. I think that's pretty lame. Yeah. Either make a decision, pay him his money, but but letting this drag on to the point where he had to go to this meeting. I mean, like, they're past the point of no return, or at least past the point of the ability to fix it. Right? I mean, now it's just games and legal shenanigans and who's getting paid what and does Auburn have to pay him and can he collect? You can't go on like this as a head coach. Are we going to pretend like his team doesn't... Sorry for the old man reference. We're going to pretend like his team doesn't read the paper? I I mean that in a very, Uh, very broad sense. Man, they're having to go on Instagram Live to defend the guy. Yeah. We get a message on the ceasefire text line. Obviously, this person uh, thinks that Auburn is a, a terrible place and the scourge of the earth and has... Idiots running the show and all that. And he said, Auburn isn't happy with who they hired. They want him gone, period. Please quit feeding into Auburn's lies. Well, I'm not really sure what you're listening to or what you're thinking about, but all we're doing is kind of talking about it. And we decided to bring somebody in who understands contract law far better than we do to ask whether or not the provision put forth in Auburn's employment manual yesterday would hold up in court. 
and she kind of explained how it would and why it would, but why it might not matter. Here, she just handed me, our legal correspondent, uh, just yeah. just handed me the line in his contract. Yeah, from Co- paragraph 20, paragraph B, in promoting it, this is in the existing employment agreement for Brian Harson at Auburn. In promoting an atmosphere of compliance, coach shall himself and shall uh, shall himself and shall use his best efforts to cause employees and student athletes associated with the football program to comply with athletics department, NCAA conference, and university rules, regulations, and policies, including responding accurately and fully within a reasonable time to any request or inquiry relating to the performance of his duties or areas under his supervision during his university employment. Now, I would be curious to know if that language was in Bruce Pearl's original contract or if Auburn learned from its previous mistakes and chose to add this now or if it was in Bruce Pearl's previous contract and they just chose not to enforce it. I don't know the answer to that. It probably feels like the second option because Bruce Pearl's a great fit there and he wins. Yeah. We don't even know exactly what Auburn's investigating. It, it just feels like they're trying to turn over stones in order to find something that would allow them to be able to fire him with cause, therefore voiding the $18.3 million that they owe him. Yeah, somebody asked me, like, uh, asked me last night, well, what if they have it and they're just, you know, making sure that, that they can pull the trigger? And I said, if they had it, Somebody in the media would have it, too. That thing would have leaked the day they got it. The second they got justifiable calls to fire him, it would be out. That's not something that they would be able to keep secret until decision time. If there was something there that was real, we would know about it by now. And we will know about it the second they find it, or they're going to pay the man his money. And they'll go their separate ways. Jimbo suggests you keep blocking those sliders in the dirt, Borky. Yes, sir. Make yourself invaluable. Hey. Uh, He's too good defensively for us to take him out of the batting order. That's we'll right. We'll deal with the fact that he hits 164. Hey, give me the Mendoza line. <laughs> 200. I'll take He's that. a 200 hitter, but nothing gets past that backstop. Uh, so we're getting questions. So why are they fighting? We, we don't know that they're firing him. We know that it looks like Auburn wants to fire it. There's been some talk today, and you know this is the kind of stuff that you got to separate, right? Because this isn't like on three reporting. Increasingly likely, he keeps his job, but the tone is shifting a little bit. Where some people that were convinced he's gone aren't that really convinced anymore. Because at this point, what are you dragging out? You know, and it would kind of be the most Auburn thing ever to drag their sitting head coach completely through the mud, only to not go through with it. And guess what? It's happened before. Do you remember the Tommy Tuberville Bobby Petrino deal? They had Bobby Petrino on a plane trying to get him to take the Auburn job, but they couldn't get it done. They couldn't force Tommy Tuberville out. And guess what? Tommy Tuberville just kept on coaching. If you take that head coaching job, you better know what you're getting into. You better know what you're getting into. Because the big money boosters at Auburn that have a lot of power and a lot of control, although maybe not as much as they think, 
because they weren't able to hire their guy, and maybe they're not able to successfully execute this coup in terms of getting Brian Harson out. We'll see. Do you, but Auburn not afraid to air the dirty laundry, Borky. And you know what's a shame though is that there was a a young woman who possibly got her name and photographs circulated around the internet in an action attributed to her that very possibly is not true and it was spoken about as if it was true for how many days I mean when you google that girl's name now guess what pops up Brian Harson affair yep that's not cool very much not cool very much not cool Brian says that sounds like Almer is trying to cheapo depot their way out of this deal. But what's crazy, and I'm starting to come around with what you're saying, what's crazy is they'll do all this and they'll probably still hire a winner and they'll start winning. They will. Well, they've done. Over and over and over. And then they'll get mad at him and do it all over again. It's like sport for billionaires. Or at least many, many, many hundred millionaires. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. In Pearl, got an accident, 468 caused some delays right there at Woodridge Drive. Expect delays both directions. Also seeing minor congestion starting to build on the stack 20 westbound and officials still on the scene 55 southbound on the left shoulder just before Fortification Street. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts at River Trust Federal Credit Union. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named 2021 IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why Ford has the freshest lineup of SUVs in America. Because the SUVs of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. When equipped with available LED headlamps based on auto source incorporated data obtained on 10 520. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and wrecker services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. 
This is Don DeBute. The Biloxi Boat Show returns this weekend with the best prices and selection of new 2022 models. Meet dealers from Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana and place your order for a new boat. The Biloxi Boat Show is the only place to see boats, electronics, tackle, and more all in one place. Come find a boat that fits your budget and join us on the water. The Biloxi Boat Show. It's family fun and worth the drive from anywhere. February 11th through the 13th at the Coast Coliseum. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Hello here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. JumpstartTestPrep.com. Tax swap. What's a tax swap? Legislative leaders in the House of Representatives have proposed trading Mississippi's income tax with a slight rise in sales tax, helping spread the cost of running the state government across more people. How's it worked out in other states? Well, taxes Tennessee, Wyoming, and South Dakota are booming. Mississippi should take note. Does it affect retirees? Most economists say it would have little to no impact on our seniors. Sounds like I need to call my local senator and encourage them to support this plan. Paid for by Tax Reform Mississippi. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this uh, this Thursday afternoon, 10th of February. February moving fast. So fast that eight days from now, college baseball season begins. There's lots of reasons to celebrate in 2022. The national champion Mississippi State Bulldogs hit the diamond for a new season. And for the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, they're celebrating their 100-year anniversary. On Thursday of next week, Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation will celebrate opening day with Sports Talk Mississippi live at Duty Noble Field. That's the day before opening day. You'll hear from players and coaches to celebrate the opening of the college baseball season 2022. Can't wait to uh, do that with you from Duty Noble next Thursday afternoon. Richard Cross and Michael Borky on this Thursday afternoon. So that's a week from today when that is uh, is coming up. 
We've got uh, one, I mean, just maybe some closure on this, but according to Pete Thamel, Brian Harson met with the officials running the Auburn inquiry yesterday upon returning from Mexico. The meeting was considered generally benign and had no clarity of next steps other than Harson attending the SEC meetings today. Brutal. I thought there was clarity. I said closure. 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 I don't think you got clarity or closure. It's closure for the day, but at least we learn now that, you know, the policy change was to try to get somebody to turn on him as opposed to trying to get him to incriminate himself or whatever or find a way to get him fired. It turns out his contract already said that. They're still digging, and this is just their new shiny shovel. Yeah. He didn't look too interested in talking to anybody going in or out of SEC media. I'm not SEC media days. Just felt like it. All the the cameras that were there, uh, the SEC football coaches meetings. What do you think the reception? Ooh, wouldn't you have loved to have been a fly on the wall? He walks in. What's the reception? You think they pat him on the back and be like, "Tough deal, man." Hope Mexico was good. Or you think they just ignore it and pretend like? Hey, man, how's your offseason going? <laughs> I can see this happening right now. So they're all sitting. They, I assume they put all their desks or the tables in a circle. And they've got the little name tags in front of each coach, even though they all know who each other are. And for whatever reason, I'm picturing Brian Harson walking in almost last. Like there's other coaches already sitting down, and Harson walks in, and it's, de- it's just silent. Nobody speaks. Nobody acknowledges anybody. Harson sits down. Lane Kiffin puts his phone down and looks up and says, Hey, Brian, so how's Mexico? <laughs> you see that? I mean... See that? <laughs> <laughs> of all people. You think Jimbo was fighting mad, or do you think that they kind of had a little... They taunt, yeah. Like, hey, I had to counter that, but well, you're right. Whether you know and, this or not, the athletics directors had a meeting about a week ago in Birmingham, and I think the athletics directors were told to tell their coaches to cool it. Now, I don't know if Greg Byrne ever actually tells Nick Saban, "Hey, pipe down." Probably not. I don't know what that conversation is like between Ross Bjork and Jimbo. Does he go like, uh, hey, let's, let's let's ratchet this thing back a little bit. So just trust me. I've been down this road one time before, and it's not a fun pass. So let's just back off. Somebody Keith, Keith Carter has to say to Lane Kiffin, hey, hey, let's not not kid ourselves. It was funny, but you gotta can't take shots at other guys in the league. Well, in a good troll is you get in, you troll, and you get out. You don't keep trolling. You just you do it once. Let them explode, and then you just let that permeate. Like Lane Kiffin responding to Jimbo Fisher publicly would be a mistake. Just let him do that ranting. Oh yeah, and then you win. But somebody floated the the theory to me recently that considering Jimbo's comments three weeks ago when he said everybody's been getting nil deals, we now just know about them. The difference in tone between then and signing day, Jimbo, what if that was Ross Bjork's idea? I don't know. 
Hey Jimbo, you can't you can't let Lane Kiffin say stuff like that stuff like that about our program. You can go out there and defend us. And I'll have your back once you do, but our fans are mad at Lane Kiffin claiming that uh, our players want to come here for reasons other than financial compensation. So go I saw fight Ross it. on Saturday. I did not ask him that question. I don't know if he'd have given you an answer. He's rocking some sporty cowboy boots, though. So. Oh, I bet. He was. Yeah. When in Rome. Or Texas. Ross Bjork strikes me as a guy that would have an impossibly large belt buckle. I didn't notice a belt buckle. I didn't, I didn't know. Uh, Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We'll take a timeout. Five o'clock hour on the way. That means the college football fix to start things off with you. I'm Rich Dennison. Tensions remain high as Russia begins military exercises in Belarus, north of Ukraine, with U.S. and NATO allies concerned about a potential invasion. Poland says American F-15 fighter jets have landed in the country today as NATO ramps up its presence in member states close to Russia. But diplomatic efforts to resolve tensions over Ukraine are tense. Russia's foreign minister today accused his British counterpart of grandstanding and refusing to listen. Fox's Simon Owen in London. Congress has given final approval to legislation guaranteeing those who experience sexual harassment at work can seek recourse in the courts. The Labor Department reports a rise in consumer prices, but a drop in the number of Americans filing for new unemployment claims. New claims declined by 16,000 to 223,000. Fox's Ginny Casola. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the Rev by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm JT Mitchell and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. A few weeks after two white men in Brookhaven allegedly chased down his delivery van and shot at him, DeMontario Gibson met with the press. Gibson said he had delivered in the neighborhood a couple times beforehand and never had any interaction with Brandon and Gregory Case before the two tried to kill him. I'm going to be honest with you, like before before this, I'm from Mississippi. I never really experienced racism, especially like not to this extent. But like I'm just looking at everything way different now because I, I realize it's still parts of Mississippi that, that is racist. And it's just like it's really scary that you can just die doing your job. 
Police say the duo who chased Gibson turned themselves in on February 1st, but posted bail on $75,000 and $150,000 respectively. Gibson says the police were too lenient. I definitely think they were way too lenient. They gave them too much time to hide evidence and do other things, and they should have been on their case. They was too focused on worrying about, worrying about what people thought about Brookhaven. Like, even the chief had emphasized that Brookhaven was so unracist when that wasn't even the object at hand. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> I, I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our health care workers in their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers. Mississippi is currently the only state in the nation without an equal pay law, but that could change soon. Equal pay for equal work legislation is now passed overwhelmingly in the Senate and the House, though there are some differences between the bills. Attorney General Lynn Fitch is rooting for its passage. She told us getting this on the books will aid in Mississippi's abortion case before the U.S. Supreme Court. It will be important for us to show the court, show the nation, that we're ready to back up our message about empowering women and protecting and promoting life. If you've ever wanted to be in a movie with Morgan Freeman, right now might be your chance. A comedic noir called The Minute You Wake Up Dead is being filmed in Canton and stars Freeman as a small town sheriff. Well, the casting director, who is also from Mississippi, Matthew Morgan, is looking for extras until March 3rd. The gig pays 120 bucks an hour per 12 hours. Find out how to apply at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Sports Talk. Sports Talk Mississippi. To the junction, in the groove, and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by M-Trade Park. 
The first fast pitch tournament for the 2022 spring season will be February 19th. Looking ahead to a time when it's a little bit warmer on April 2nd, M-Trade Park's annual soccer tournament, the April Ambush, is happening. Registration for that event is filling up fast. So don't miss your chance to play on the best soccer fields in the state. The entire spring tournament lineup, that's U-Triple-S-A Baseball, Fast Pitch, and Soccer, available online at mtradepark.com. Again, mtradepark.com. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Michael Borky, 70 degrees and sunny tomorrow. No, it's not opening day. Just a great Friday and a great opportunity to get out on the golf course. If you got a little bit of time, Dancing Rabbit would be the way to go. I mean, 70, sunny, February 11th? Yes, please. Yeah, and you've got hoops and, uh, you know, NBA and NHL and... I don't oh, know so you're it, saying you might also hit the sports book at timeout line? I, I would encourage you to do both if you've got yeah. the time. Yeah, there you go. Uh, coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. You can be a part of the conversation on the C Spire text line. You know the number, 601-879-4395. Time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Not only does Ford have the best-selling trucks in America for 44 straight years, you know, the F-Series. They've got great SUVs like the Edge, the Explorer, the Escape. A lot of ease there. Check them out. Top safety ratings and available at your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Test drive one today because the SUVs of the future were not built for a few. They were built for America. So, let's start with this uh, Chris Kiffin story. He was in the NFL, and he joined Lane Kiffin's staff, co-defensive coordinator, and a coach linebackers for the Rebels. That was three weeks ago. Today, not so much. This old college football thing, I wasn't 100% sure. I'm back. No, I'm 100% sure. Not for me. Headed back to the Cleveland Browns. What do you make of Chris Kiffin's about face? Oh, not much of anything, really. I mean, I'm halfway joking when I say he probably the new GM. What's his name? Although he's not necessarily doing the recruiting thing, it's more of a structural thing. But still, whoever Austin something Thomas. Either way, whoever is in charge of doling out recruiting responsibilities probably gave Chris Kiffin. His orders, or whatever you want to call them. Here's your call sheet. Here's your call sheet. On it is a bunch of 16-year-olds that you have to pretend you're interested in and care about and befriend and get them to like you. And by the way, you have to text them. You have to DM them. You have to write them letters almost daily. You also have to watch their Instagram Lives and TikToks. And also, you got to call their mom and you got to call their dad. Possibly an uncle or a grandparent. Sometimes you may even have to talk to their girlfriend. And by the way, they're not going to respond to you very often. So you might have to have your phone next to you at all hours of the day. Go ahead. Good luck, Coach. Oh, and by the way, that vacation, the vacation that you planned in the middle of March, can't can't go on that because we got spring practice. Yeah. So. And don't forget to call those 16-year-olds 
It's a really good text from from Mike in Oxford. Let's see my text line. Since he wasn't here long, did he just sleep on Lane's couch while he was in town? <laughs> That's really well played, Mike. No, I mean, sometimes the easiest explanation is the most simple one. He, he came back to coach with his brother, and that sounded like a really good idea until he realized that coaching in, in college sucks in comparison to coaching in the NFL, and it's really that simple. I had somebody earlier say, but it's the Cleveland Browns. Yes, the Cleveland Browns, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Any NFL job is better than the same job in a college football team. You don't have to man-flirt with 16-year-olds. Your players are adults, and yes, some adults, Alvin Kamara, do stupid things, but generally you don't have to track their every move, and you don't have to make sure they're getting good enough grades to play. You get a real offseason, a real one, and you get pension. The NFL is just a dramatically better job. And so maybe it's as simple as he realized, wait, this sucks. I want to go back to the NFL, and I'm going to take my wife and kids on vacation. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's probably that simple. Chris Kiffin comes in. They went through the process. Maybe there were some reservations initially, but it is his brother who's the head coach, and he says, I really need you, and, you know, your family loved it in Oxford. Last go around, come on back. Let's do this. And Chris Kiffin agrees, maybe begrudgingly, maybe he fully agreed, and then got back is like, yeah, man, I didn't know how good I had it in the NFL. Time to do something else. So, now Lane Kiffin, once again, has got to find another spot to fill in his staff. He's looking for a linebacker's coach. And Chris Partridge will not share the defensive coordinator title. I mean, unless he hires somebody that also deserves that title or needs that title to convince them to come. So he's got to find a linebacker's coach and or a co-defensive coordinator. Or that's just Chris Partridge's job to be the coordinator and he'll hire a linebacker's coach. And my guess would be that the focus in hiring a linebacker's coach will be on somebody with some recruiting chops. Yeah. I was thinking about this, too, the next layer to this, because, I mean, it just happens so often. We will eventually get to another offseason where Lane Kiffin's name will get attached to every job, whether it be by his own doing or media uh, obtaining clicks. But I wonder if Lane's next job is the NFL. That too many people are focused on, oh, well, you know, this job might come open. UCLA might come open. It it strikes me, based on what I've since learned about him since he's been at Ole Miss, I think we're focusing on the wrong level of football for his next move. I think it might be the NFL. If he can get one, of course, it's very difficult to do, but... yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where I think goes. that's where he's going next. If I had to guess, I think that's where he's going next. I, he strikes me as a guy whose lifestyle more matches up with what an NFL coach is afforded as opposed to a college coach. So that's part one of your college football fix. Here's part two. The SEC announced today its revenue distri- uh, tough word, distribution for all 14 teams in the league. This is for the 2020-21 fiscal year. That fiscal year ended on August 31st, 2021. Total distribution, $764.4 million divided 15 ways. 
as well as $13.4 million uh, retained by universities that participated in football bowl games to offset travel and other related bowl expenses. You currently have 5,400 female and male student athletes and 7,100 that are on scholarship that are receiving financial aid and 7,100 in total. The total distribution amount is comprised of revenue generated from television agreements, postseason bowl games, the college football playoff, the SEC football championship game, the SEC men's basketball tournament, NCAA championship events, and supplemental surplus distribution. This year's distribution amount does not include a one-time supplement that went to each school of approximately $23 million to help mitigate the financial impact of the pandemic or an additional $7.8 million of NCAA and SEC grant money that is divided among the 14 schools. Total revenue distribution this year, $54.6 million. And that is three, I think, fiscal year cycles before the new ESPN SEC contract goes into effect. $54.5 million for all 14 schools in the SEC. It's up $9 million from last year's distribution. It is $20 million more today than Big 12 schools are receiving in their distribution. Today. And in three years, when the new TV contract kicks in, that number is expected to go up another fifteen to twenty million dollars a year. Unbelievable. My question: You're looking is, at a distribution starting in 2024, Borky, of between seventy and seventy-five million dollars a year. That not too terribly long ago was the budget around here. Yeah. Not too terribly long ago, that was double the budget for Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Only, I think I saw it earlier, only 53 athletic departments have a budget greater than just that distribution. It's insane. It's a lot of money. That's your college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Baseball news when we come back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Delays down at Pearl at 468 at Greenfield and 475. Also minor congestion on 20 westbound at the stack and seeing delays on Natchez Trace just west of Highland Colony Parkway. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. 
Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This is Don DeButh. The Biloxi Boat Show returns this weekend with the best prices and selection of new 2022 models. Meet dealers from Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana and place your order for a new boat. The Biloxi Boat Show is the only place to see boats, electronics, tackle, and more all in one place. Come find a boat that fits your budget and join us on the water. The Biloxi Boat Show. It's family fun and worth the drive from anywhere. February 11th through the 13th at the Coast Coliseum. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi had the college football fix. Brian suggested that we needed a college baseball fix. Well, you want it? You got it right now. Hey, we need some uh, a baseball ditty to go along with that. Kind of like the, the CBS football music. We need some baseball music somewhere along the way. Uh, the preseason coaches poll and all SEC teams have been announced. And they're interesting. And there's a big Mississippi flavor on these preseason All-SEC teams. So first of all, the order of finish in the East and the West. Vanderbilt picked to win the uh, the East with nine first-place votes. Florida picked to finish second with three first-place votes. Georgia got two first-place votes in the East. They're picked to finish third. How would you have voted that? Uh, I would have gone Vandy, Florida, 
Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina, Kentucky, Missouri. So I would have um, I would have flip flopped Tennessee and Georgia. It's crazy how much of an afterthought South Carolina baseball has become. Didn't used to be that way. No, sir. It did not used to be that way. In the West, Arkansas got five pick uh, five votes to win the SEC Western Division, and they're picked to finish first. Would that have been your pick? No. I don't know. I would have had to think long and hard. Long and hard. I probably would have given a nod to the reigning national champions. Just out of respect, more than anything else. I think Landon Sims is going to be dynamite on Fridays. And I think that Mississippi State team can hit. Arkansas can really, really swing. I just, when, when, when you lose what Arkansas lost from last year and then you expect a certain guy to be your ace and you lose him before fall, uh, spring practice begins, to me, it's hard to overcome that. Arkansas may just be able to swing the heck out of it and do it again. So Arkansas's picked to finish first in the West. Ole Miss and Mississippi State both got four first-place votes and both got 77 total points and are in a tie for second in the coach's predicted order of finish in the West. LSU got one first-place vote. They're picked to finish fourth, and it's Alabama and then Texas A&M and then Auburn. So we didn't pre-plan this. These came out after the show was planned. So off the top of your head, what would yours have been one through seven? Or seven through West? one? Yep. I would have some combination of Ole Miss, Mississippi State would have been one and two. I would have picked Arkansas third, LSU fourth. I'm actually going to give a nod to Jim Schlossnagel and would have put Texas A&M fifth, but that's just because I think Jim Schlossnagel is a really, really good coach. And then I'd go Alabama six, Auburn seven. Is so that not a it? whole lot of? Hmm? Is that it on the planes? In your mind? I don't know. Depends on on what that buyout I hate is, that right? Because I I, abs, I I adore Butch Thompson. Just I think absolutely think the world of him. I think he's a really good baseball coach. But ultimately, you got to win. And if they finish dead last in the West and miss the SEC tournament and miss the postseason, it'll be hard. It'll be hard. I mean that that Auburn team that went to the College World Series. What was it? Three seasons ago. They weren't a great team in the regular season. They got super hot at the right time, though. And they won the Georgia Tech Regional in Atlanta. And then they just slugged their way through the Chapel Hill Super Regional and knocked North Carolina out. And next thing you know, there they are sitting in uh, in Omaha. And they were in great shape right until they weren't against Mississippi State in the College World Series. Yeah. Wasn't it a game three right in Chapel Hill where they got out to like a 13 to nothing lead in the first or second inning? Something like it was something insane where they just jumped on top of them and coasted to the finish. It was like 13 to nothing or something. Yeah, yeah, it was insane. It sent like 19 guys to the plate or something like yeah. that. It was crazy. Uh, somebody did not like me waffling. Some kind of combination. Who's number one in the West, Cross? The waffle. 
I mean, if you told me you got to vote, I probably, probably would have gone Mississippi State 1, Ole Miss 2, Arkansas 3. I think that's what I would have done. I would have had to think long and hard about it. I really, really like this Ole Miss lineup. And in much the same way that I've said about Lane Kiffin, I'm going to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt until he has an offense that's not good. Even if you don't know exactly what you got coming back because his offenses are always good, I'm kind of going to give Mike Bianco the benefit of the doubt on pitching. Even when you don't know exactly what you've got, because he's kind of always figured it out. Even in seasons where you had somebody that was unproven who almost rolled out for game one and kind of the ace of the staff, that, that guy has generally been good. So, I didn't have a vote. I'm not a coach in the SEC, and this is the coach's preseason, but I think that's the way I would have gone. I think. And it's almost in deference to the fact that Mississippi State won the national championship, and (laughs) they got a trophy last year. They got a bunch of dudes coming back. They got a guy I think is going to be a star at the front of the rotation. I'll go benefit of the doubt there. Here's what's interesting, though. So Vandy picked to finish the, uh, to win the East. Arkansas picked to finish first in the West. Do you know who was picked to be the SEC champion? Ole Miss. <laughs> Not picked to finish first huh. in the West. But they got four first-place votes as SEC champion. Arkansas got three, Florida got two, Mississippi State got two, Vanderbilt got two, and LSU got one. That adds up to 14, and Ole Miss got the the most votes to win the league overall, which says to you that the four people who chose Ole Miss to win the West also picked Ole Miss to win the conference championship. So there you go. Here is your first-team preseason All-SEC. Logan Tanner at catcher. Trey Morgan at LSU at first base. Robert Moore at second from Arkansas. Jacob Berry at LSU at third base. Sorry, Robert Moore at second. I don't know if I said that or not. Jacob Gonzalez at Ole Miss at shortstop. Your three first-team All-SEC outfielders, Dylan Cruz from LSU. Enrique Bradfield Jr. from Vanderbilt. Judd Fabian from Florida. Your DH-slash-utility player, Dominic Keegan at Vanderbilt. Starting pitchers, Landon Sims and Hunter Barco. I've never understood why you only do two starting pitchers considering you've got three weekend rotation spots, but whatever. And then one relief pitcher, Nick Maldonado from Vanderbilt. That's your first team. Second team, All-SEC. By the way, the catchers are good in the Magnolia State. Hayden Dunhurst picked as the second team All-SEC catcher. Tim Elko, the second-team All-SEC first baseman. Peyton Chatagnier, the second-team All-SEC second baseman. Caden Wallace at third base from Arkansas. Ryan Ritter at shortstop from Kentucky. Four outfielders because they don't break ties. Jordan Beck and Drew Gilbert from Tennessee. Brady Slavens from Arkansas. And Kevin Graham from Ole Miss. Graham and Slavens were tied in the number of votes, so they put them both on the team. DH utility player Luke Hancock, Mississippi State. 
Your starting pitchers, Jonathan Cannon from Georgia, Will Sanders from South Carolina, and Jaden Woods from Georgia, the relief pitcher. Forgive me for asking a dumb question. I just I, I can't remember myself. Has there been a year where we've had more known about specifically the two SEC teams in this state going into a season? I know starting pitching is a question mark, but if you look at the bullpens, that that's a lot of dudes that pitched on the national championship team that are returning. They just weren't starters, a lot right. of them. And Ole Miss has a bunch of bullpen arms that you used a ton last year that are returning. And the guys that are going to start, it's not like they're – you know, JUCO guys or freshmen. It's Oregon State transfer. It's a guy that's pitched Division One for yeah. Your three weekend guys are Derek Diamond, an Oregon State transfer, and a Texas A and M Corpus Christi transfer. Correct? Yeah, guys that have pitched a lot. Washburn from Oregon State, and why can I not remember the no, other kids? In the, the lineups also, but we we know so much already that if. If these guys just kind of perform to what we already know that they are, it's championship caliber baseball again this year. You're exactly right. Ceasefire text line, State and Ole Miss predicted 1-2 in the West should be a heck of a baseball season for all Mississippi fans ready to watch it play up out. Actually, Arkansas picked to win the West. Ole Miss and State picked tied for second. Whatever that means. There you go. There's you uh, a baseball fix on this Thursday afternoon, eight days from opening day. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, we have sunny skies, high near 69 degrees. Tonight, clear skies, low around 42. Your finally Friday, sunny conditions, a high all the way to 71. Friday evening, clear skies, low around 43. And for your Saturday, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high near 64. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Grass cutting season is almost here, and Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is ready to help you with all your preseason service needs on both Xmark and Skag mowers. Hartley has teamed up with Xmark and Skag to offer a 10% discount on all mower maintenance services. This includes parts, labor, pickup, and deliveries. That's valid at the end of February. Hartley can also come to you with their on-site mobile service truck. Sounds like a deal. Yes, it is. If you're in the market for a new Xmark or Skag zero-turn mower, they're offering purchasing options of 0% interest and no money down. Hartley Equipment's annual open house will be on Friday, February 25th and Saturday the 26th and will have open house prices on all in-stock Xmark and Skag mowers, outdoor power equipment, and accessories. Call today at 601-499-0944 or come take advantage of their springtime 10% mower maintenance special. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. 
If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. A few weeks after two white men in Brookhaven allegedly chased down his delivery van and shot at him, DeMontario Gibson met with the press. Gibson said he had delivered in the neighborhood a couple times beforehand and never had any interaction with Brandon and Gregory Case before the two tried to kill him. I'm going to be honest with you, like before before this, I'm from Mississippi. I never really experienced racism, especially like not to this extent. But like I'm just looking at everything way different now because I, I realize it's still parts of Mississippi that, that is racist. It's just like, it's really scary that you could just die doing your job. Police say the duo who chased Gibson turned themselves in on February 1st, but posted bail on $75,000 and $150,000 respectively. Gibson says the police were too lenient. I definitely think they were way too lenient. They gave them too much time to hide evidence and do other things, and they should have been on their case. They were too focused on worrying about, worrying about what people thought about Brookhaven. Like, even the chief had emphasized that Brookhaven was so unracist when that wasn't even the object at hand. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Don't stop about Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. Music we need to talk about. You had hoops last night. 
Certainly haven't gotten there. It's been a busy afternoon on Sports Talk Mississippi, and honestly, it's not a whole lot of fun to talk about losses, but you had two of them last night. Uh, let's start in Starkville because the stakes were pretty high for Mississippi State going into a game last night against the Tennessee Vols. And Mississippi State, uh, it was a tight game all the way through, right? 35-33, Tennessee had a two-point lead at the half. Vols outscored Mississippi State 37-30. In the second half, they win it by 9-72-63. It really was a tighter game than that. And Borky, you got to the end of the ball game and had a close game again, and Mississippi State had a scoring drought. They made, what, one field goal in the last four and a half minutes of the game and went the last three minutes of the game without scoring. And it's hard to win when you can't close out a game, and they kind of found themselves in that spot again last night. It's a wash, rinse, repeat situation. It really is. Um, last night was especially magnetized when you look at their free throw shooting. Uh, they had a chance. I forget who it was at the line. Uh, I'll pull it up in a second just to attribute a bad thing to a college kid. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Somebody was at the line to cut it to a one-score game late and miss both free throws. It's little things like that that they're just not doing that would win these games. There's two two missed free throws by DJ Jeffries. How much time was left? I know minute 24. It, minute 24, and it was a five-point game at that moment. He could have cut it down to a one-score game. Instead, missed them both. Yep. And you could probably have ended the game right there, honestly. that That's kind of your last shot. But those are the plays that this team is not making that if they did, the entire conversation around them would be totally different. Look, with Tennessee up 61-59 with 447 to play, Mississippi State, I guess was the next trip down down the floor. Really, really good baseline move by Cameron Matthews to get around a defender. Tough shot. Tied it at 61. 421 left. 421 remaining. No points the rest of the way. So tied at 61. Tennessee gets a bucket from Kennedy Chandler. They get a three from Santiago Vescovi. That makes it 66-61. Shaquille Moore gets a layup to go to make it a three-point game with 244 left. 66-63, one possession game. Ziegler gets to the rim, gets a free throw to put Tennessee up five, 68-63. Mississippi State then has D.J. Jeffries at the free throw line. That's what you were talking about a second ago with a minute 24 remaining. And he missed both free throws. So instead of getting it back to a single possession game, it's a five-point game. 46 seconds left. Tennessee gets a couple of free throws by Ziegler. Mississippi State turns it over. E.J. Jeffries has to foul. Ziegler makes two more free throws with 26 seconds left. State turns it over again. Ball game. Nine-point loss. This game was tied at 61 with four and a half minutes left. You're at it was home a two-point game I mean, with two minutes left, and that—that's what frustrated people are, are pointing to. And you know, confirmation. Their biases were confirmed. We we've heard from state fans every single day. Don't get your hopes up because they will just do exactly what they did last night. Good enough to be in that game, for whatever reason, can't finish that game. If you've got a tie game at home with four minutes left, four twenty. You know, you don't have to win that game every time. You don't. But you've got to win that game sometimes. 
and they don't. Yeah. C-SPAC text line, man, I'm just about done with this state team. Got to win home games. State still has a shot to make the tournament, but I've done lost a lot of faith in this team. I understand why. I mean, what has given you any reason to think they're going to Baton Rouge and winning on Saturday? It's not that it can't happen. It certainly can. State's a talented basketball team. But they make mistakes, especially down the stretch and in crunch time, that have really bit them game after game. Yeah, I saw a couple of turnovers late in the ballgame. Let's see Mississippi State last night in the game, 16 turnovers. With nine missed free throws. from the field, 35% from behind the arc. But, to your point, lost by nine, missed nine free throws. And you're not going to make all of them. They missed some in crunch time, and Tennessee gets the win. Now, in fairness, Tennessee's playing good basketball right now. Tennessee's red hot. That's an NCAA tournament team. That may be a second weekend NCAA tournament team. But you had an opportunity at home and not able to close it out. And that's the part that sinks. And it just completely removes your margin for error. I mean, I understand why why fans aren't going to pay attention Saturday. I understand. you got the Super Bowl the next day. Maybe you've got your honey-do list to do, whatever the case may be. Massive game in Tuscaloosa. It's kind of your last chance. You have to win. and It's as simple as that. If they don't win this game, it's over. It, I mean, it, I guess there's a scenario where you lose that one, but then you win what, the last five of the regular season or the last six of the regular season, including one of those on the road against or at home against Auburn. Right. And maybe that's enough. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's at LSU, at Alabama on, I think that's Wednesday night. Missouri oh, LSU this weekend? It's I was Al- it was it's, Alabama. It's Baton Rouge okay. this weekend. Okay. Uh, Alabama in the midweek. Missouri, Missouri at South Carolina. Vanderbilt, Auburn at home at A&M. I mean, if they lose Saturday, they have to be basically perfect. Yeah. And, and, what has told you that they're going to to be that? It's uh, if last night was not put up or shut up, then Saturday's the season. It's the season. Alabama wins in Oxford last night, ninety-seven eighty-three. Bama crushed it from three. They were fourteen of twenty-two from three, including eight of thirteen from Jaden Shackelford. So on the heels of Alabama going three of thirty from behind the arc. 3 of 30, 10% for the game, and shot a ton of them. They go 64% from three. 14 of 22 last night. Made 11 of 15 from the foul line. And shot 60% from the field. 60% for the game. And that was kind of a slow start to the second half. Ole Miss got 33 points last night from Jarkel Joyner. New career high for him. 33 points in 33 minutes. He hit six threes. Was 12 of 20 from the field. He was great. 15 points for Morrell. Nicere Brooks had 10 and 7. So those three guys were good, but that was it. And Ty Fagan gives you four points in 24 minutes. Leeds Rodriguez plays 33 minutes and doesn't score. Breakfield gave you eight. Sammy Hunter gave you eight. A couple of threes from Sammy Hunter. Yeah, don't count on that. Borky, Ole Miss shot it okay last night. They shoot 48% from the field, 43% from three. Those are great numbers. But when your opponent shoots 
60% from the field and 62% behind the arc, forget about it. Yeah, I mean, offensive... Ole Miss only turned it over seven times in the game. Yeah, offensively, they're usually pretty bad. And last night they were not. It's just they hit Alabama when Alabama was playing extremely well. And the issue is... that's the Alabama team that beat Gonzaga and beat Baylor and... Yeah. Right. The, The issue is it's... They have no depth, and even with a couple of injuries, de- it's not like this was a great team before the injuries started piling up. You know, they, they struggled to score. They had bad losses. Now the, the holes in the roster are really being magnified. I mean, you've got guys that are in your starting five that cannot score in 33 minutes, and it's a guy that's been in your program for a, a period of time. Stuff and it's like, like that. two games removed from scoring 15. It's just like a consistency. You, you don't have that where you can go out and do that every night, right? And it's tough. It, it, but this is who they are. This is after uh, Ruffin went down. I mean, we said it. This is going to be who they are. They're going to play hard, and they're not going to quit, and they're going to lose a lot of games because that's who they are. They don't have the depth to compete with the SEC right now on a nightly basis. They just don't. They really don't. And it's, you know, still, what, another month left in the season. It's going to be a hard month. Now, in front of Ole, in front of them, Ole Miss has got three winnable games in its next three. They have three games they could lose, but three winnable games. They go to Missouri, host South Carolina, and go to Georgia. Then they go to Auburn, probably not getting that one. Texas A&M at Kentucky Vandy. So, of its next eight games, seven games remaining. It's not insane to think that Ole Miss could go 5-2 and two in its final seven games, given the fact that they play so hard. But if you go 5-2, and two, I mean, you, you finish 8-10 and 10 in the league, best case. I mean, do, do we really think Ole Miss is going to go 5-2 and two in the next seven? Probably not. I would very strongly bet against that. Yeah, probably not. But I think they'll continue to play hard. For what that's worth. And I think they'll be competitive. But the the issues that they've got with some limitations on the roster are just hard to overcome. Whether it's injury or talent. Covered a lot of ground today. We will uh, we will put a bow on this afternoon's show when we come back with you. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. In Madison County, look for delays on Highway 22 due to construction, alternating lane closures between Richton Road and McMillan Road. Also down at the Stack CN, your typical delays there, 55 southbound as it branches off to 20 eastbound and westbound. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call 601-353-5217. Carter Jewelers is giving away roses and kisses with every jewelry purchase. And when you draw your Hershey's Kiss, you receive extra discounts up to 30% pending on the color of your kiss. 
These additional kiss discounts apply to all the jewelry in our stores, including jewelry with second and third markdowns, all engagement rings, loose diamonds, and hundreds of pieces of fine jewelry marked down under $100 and under $200. These kiss discounts also come with a half dozen roses from our friends at Greenbrook Flowers during this massive clearance sale which add up to incredible savings store-wide. We have 18 months interest-free financing, layaway, and no credit check financing. Thank you to our friends who have voted us Best of Jackson for the last three years with the Jackson Free Press. So kiss discounts up to 30% off free roses as Carter Jewelers at the corner of State and High Street, downtown Jackson, and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people, we offer shelter to people seeking life change, and we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. If you love hunting, fishing, and ag, don't miss the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th. At the Ag and Outdoor Expo, you'll find everything for the outdoors, rods and reels, bows, guns, and clothing, as well as tools and equipment for the ag world. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th at the Trademark on the Fairgrounds. Brought to you by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day at 5 o'clock for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, they have the freshest lineup of 2022 SUVs in America, like Ford Escape, Ford Edge, or Ford Explorer, all named 2021 IIHS top safety picks. The SUVs of the future weren't built for a few. They are built for America. Ford SUVs, see a Ford dealer near you and drive one today. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go, let's go. This is your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. If 
you missed any of the show this afternoon, you want to go back and listen, you can always get Sports Talk Mississippi as a podcast, thanks to you, because many of you are doing that. In fact, uh, in January, uh, more of you downloaded and listened to the podcast than at any other time in any other month. So thanks for making that a part of your routine, a part of your uh, daily listening rotation. Of course, we're also glad to have you live if you're listening on Super Talk Mississippi each and every afternoon. Richard Cross and Michael Borky, Brian Haydad will rejoin us tomorrow to wrap up the week. Of course, we will have a Food Friday presented by Polk's Meat. Uh, FYI slash public service. Uh, here we go. I'll go acronym. FYI slash PSA. Valentine's Day is on Monday. Just a heads up, in case you didn't know that, Borky, Valentine's Day is on Monday. Oh, you have I know. a special someone in your life, you might want to remember that. Just throwing it out there. Sometimes holidays can uh, sneak up on all of us. It's still king cake season. We should normalize giving people king cake for Valentine's Day. I don't hate that idea. Except for Hayden, he doesn't like it. I don't love king cake. It's got to be really moist. Yeah, you got to get the right kind. Like, don't buy it from your... Just big chain grocery store. They'll never have the good ones. Bottle Tree Bakery in Oxford does king cakes legit. Yeah. Places like that will hook you up. Legit. Um, so much ground covered today. At some point, I want us to talk about that. We'll, we'll have to wait till Hey Dad gets back because I know he loves the golf conversation so much. <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau has been offered $100 million to join the uh, Saudi International League, the, the golf league. At least for a while, that would probably affect his status on the PGA Tour. Still you know. playing majors, just couldn't play in regular season events. $100 million. You know, I, I have seen people criticize Bryson for, or if he were to take it, Phil Mickelson for possibly being involved. You know, I understand that Saudi Arabia right, is, is not great. Similarly to China, although less so. But if somebody put $100 million on a table in front of you for a second... Even if you are as morally sound as you claim you are, you would consider taking it. Yeah. $100 million would be something that would give you pause, regardless of what your stance on things are. Yeah. And if you say that's not true, you're a liar. Well, and maybe you're looking at it as an opportunity to positively affect change. Or maybe you just want more change in your bank account. I I don't know. Whatever it is. We'll see. I, I don't know how that would affect sponsorship money for him. I don't know. It's $100 million for how many years. I, I don't know. I mean, there are details that we don't have on that. So in terms of the, uh, I guess, maybe the, the semi-headline grabbing stories in the Magnolia State today, Chris Giffen is going back to the NFL. After three weeks on Lane Kiffin, his brother's staff as co-defensive coordinator and linebackers coach, apparently decided that college football was, after sampling life in the NFL as an assistant coach, not for him. So he's headed back. Ole Miss and Mississippi State predicted to finish tied for second in the SEC West. 
Ole Miss picked as the SEC champion this year. I know it's hard to make that math work, but there you go. The way they set up the voting, coaches vote for order of finish in the East, order of finish in the West, and then overall champion. And Ole Miss had four first-place votes to win the SEC, which was one more than Arkansas. Then you had several teams that got two votes to uh, to win it all. We are eight days from opening day, so that's coming in a hurry. Can't wait for that. Ole Miss and State both lost in basketball last night. That's a bummer. We talked Saints with Deuce McAllister. We talked the Auburn situation with uh, Ashley Fortenberry. Lee Sterling told us that the over was a safe play at a minute 35 for the National Anthem in the Super Bowl. Seven years in a row. Seven straight years with the over. I couldn't tell you who's singing the National Anthem. He told us earlier it's a country western star. I don't don't know. Um... He also liked uh, over 10 rushing yards for Joe Burrow. I like that a lot, actually. Oh, yeah, no doubt, because the NFL doesn't factor sacks into rushing yards. Doesn't factor sack yardage into rushing. Makes a huge difference. Yep. Food Friday coming your way tomorrow. will be a week from opening day. Get you ready for the weekend in basketball and a whole lot more. And what will come... In the days of Brian Harson's live uh, life on the plains at Auburn, maybe nothing. Maybe they just aired the old dirty laundry for no good reason at all. Thanks for being with us. For Michael Borky, I'm Richard Cross on this Thursday evening in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Good night. Mississippi Media Production.